Come join the conversation, the show that you've been wanting. Keep it real with no filter. Weekly we share discussions. WWSD interviewing creative guests, talking the creative process and sharing all the influences from TV and film. Emmy nominated and winning. Yeah, they coming through. Actors and comedians too. Directors and writers, we're more than a few. Masters of their craft. Yes, tune in. You gotta see this the podcast that you need. WWSD. Welcome to the WWSE podcast. Weekly, we share discussions with interesting and creative people. We are sponsored by Collectors Maze. You can check them out at collectorsmaze.com for all things related to fandom. I'm your host, Josh, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy and co host, Seamus. How's it going, Seamus? It's going great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. So, who do we have on tonight? Seamus, we get to knock something off our bucket list tonight that we've been waiting for such a long time to do. Tonight, we have a very special guest. I'm proud to introduce TV star and podcaster Mike Zapsik. Mike was on the cast of Comic Book Men for seven glorious seasons on AMC. Now he's the manager of the Jansom Bob Secret Stash in Jersey. Uh, we're super excited to have you, Mike. How's it going, Chief? Absolutely, it's going great. And thanks for the the Chief call out. I appreciate that. <laughs> Long time, uh, Tom Steve Dave fan. Nice. <laughs> so um, I know the Secret Stash just opened up. How was that move? I mean, I'm sure it was pretty hectic and crazy, right? Uh, oh my God, it's been eventful. Eventful <laughs> is a word that I can use. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, what what happened was we outgrew the stash. We had outgrown the old location at 35 Broad Street. We'd done everything we could possibly do in there, from filming a TV show, filming movies, podcasting. I mean, it was just it was it was time to let the old girl have a rest, you know. And uh, like I said, we we'd outgrown the space in there. Was it it just didn't fit what we were going for? And Kevin said. Kevin was had two ideas in mind. One was either we close the stash, we we let it go completely, you know, in this time of pandemic, you know, maybe this is our time to gracefully bow out and just be like, you know what? We we were there for, you know, 22 years. It's time to say goodbye. Or find a new space and reinvigorate the comic book industry. And in my opinion, Kevin is with the passing of Stanley and God rest his soul. There will never be another like him, but the torch has unofficially been passed to Kevin to be the next spokesman for the comics industry. There are other people out there who, uh, who have, you know, a voice in, you know, making comic books great again, but there are very, no one like Kevin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There are no cheerleaders like Stan was a cheerleader and Kevin is like the heir apparent. So in my opinion, uh, our move is pretty much Kevin saying to all the naysayers, you know, to hell with you people, you know, comics will go on. Yeah, that's that store is so iconic and all like people go to like Red Bank just to see like the, the stash. So, I mean, it's almost a landmark in Jersey. I'm like, I'm surprised you guys don't have landmark status. <laughs> You know, maybe they will, and maybe it'll make it easier for the the next guy to you know rent the place out. But uh, for us, now we're making a new mark. This has been, I, this is a labor of love. Uh, I got to give props to Ernie O'Donnell. You know, Rick Darris from Clerks. He came in with me when we were scouting out locations for our new stash, and who knew it'd be like. 12 doors down. Yeah, a block away. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to be honest with you. Part of me was like, I, I kind of wish we'd move like 10 miles away rather than, you know, just the, the 
350 feet. Yeah, because that's more obnoxious. You have to carry all those fucking boxes like that. Like, do you even rent a moving truck at that point? I'm not one moving truck. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, it, you're not going to shell out for a moving truck when it's no, like literally <laughs> ants. You know, we were doing yeah. a little fire brigade thing. You know, I was like passing it down. It's like, oh my god. So um, yeah, we moved that down, and Kevin wanted to have this huge procession where we we took the buddy Christ out and walked it down the street. <laughs> And we're like, there's no way that we're going to let, this is a one of a kind item, this Buddy Christ. It's the yeah. only, Kevin had two made, one was destroyed. Um, oh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, and the other one is safely ensconced at the new secret stash. We didn't let any <laughs> fans touch it because someone's going to break off a finger or yeah. do something like really silly. Is, 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 is that what happened to the first one? I, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> All I know is like, well, here's a bag full of pieces. It, it was like the Ark of the Covenant, you know. <laughs> and I was just like, no one's touching this but us. And you know, Kevin can't fire his fans, but he can fire us. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I remember Walter was talking on his podcast that he passed the manager spot to you. So you're now actually managing the stash, or okay. Yeah. How is that? Because you, you were there for a long time. I mean, did you ever think Walter would really step down? <laughs> uh, it's no. Uh, but to be fair, he's got his plateful with yeah. um, Steve Dave and his Patreon is is going great guns. Oh, it's insane. Guns. Yeah. Yeah. We saw and, that today. Yeah. And if anyone's listening here and is not uh, a Patreon, I would recommend going to Patreon. Best $5 you can spend. Like Best it's, $5 you can spend. Yeah. yeah. Best I mean, $10 you can spend. $50 you can spend. <laughs> yeah. You know what? There's, I think they're going to build a tier for like $150 a month where you can actually just watch Walt in the back room with get him watching the love boat. So why the hell not? I mean, I would pay $150 to see him touch sticks for an hour and a half every day. <laughs> it's better than OnlyFans. Eh? Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> oh, there's an idea. Yeah. Just get him a, yeah. You get, get a, a, a exclusive subscription to his OnlyFans. Yeah. The only non sexual OnlyFans out there is uh, Walt and Walter. Actually, there, love there's, a, there's a lot of uh, non sexual OnlyFans. Like, uh, yeah, people use it for like cooking and, and shit like that. Yeah. I don't know who would pay for it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe so what people tell their wives that like what they're credit card <laughs> statements. Oh yeah, it's for cooking. Yeah, it's for it's for uh yeah, in in the kitchen with Don Sharpedo. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so what what's it actually like managing the stash though? I mean, does it feel like like such a like a like you're in the castle now? Like is it all you? Like uh well, um Walt is like I said doing his thing. So I mean, it's not stuff that I haven't been doing, you know, mm -hmm. for the past 20 years. But it's just everything's on my shoulders now. And Walt's like, yeah, well, yeah, see you later, Mike. You know, um, I, it, it's just a matter of managing expectations, um, Kevin's. So, yeah. you know, um, I, I try not to screw up too badly, which is what I, I've been doing my entire professional life, not just here, but when I was, you know, uh, I, I used to be a chef. So you, you try not to poison too many people. You're good. <laughs> And how, how how long has the uh, the new stash been open now? A uh, little less than a month. Okay. And uh, we've gotten great reception. Um, if there's if you go on YouTube, there are uh, a couple of videos up for the making of the stash. You watch Ernie build it from the ground up. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Because when when I first went there, it was just pretty much Kevin saying, 
try and find us a spot that, that you can be comfortable with. And I went and I, you know, it, like I said, it was, this place was, had been abandoned for about eight years. Oh, well. So when I say we were building it from the ground up, it's from the ground up. So Ernie went in there and thank God he saw my vision because we walked in. It's like, what do you see? And um, there was so much potential there that I was like, there's no way we can fail here. And, uh, Ernie's like, oh, there are plenty of ways we can <laughs> trust me. Uh, but, you know, he and I were working in conjunction together and, and you know, um, I had ideas. He was the guy who could implement them. And, you know, Kevin had a lot of input too. Walt had some ideas. So, you know, it was a collaborative effort to make this place as, and it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go I've seen the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Take, and, and you know what? Don't just see the pictures come and visit us. Yeah. Our, our buddy was just there uh, a few weeks ago, AJ Wilkerson, uh, the comedian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually had him on last week for our podcast and he was all excited to go out there. Yeah. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. He was, as a matter of fact, he was helping us. Oh yeah. (laughs) During the grand reopening, it was, it was a ticketed event, which I was like, awesome. A a ticketed grand reopening. I love, you know, we Wow, uh, we have the new model for how we're going to work all of Kevin's uh, appearances now, where you know people get their time, and even uh, post pandemic, when when everyone has their shots, and you know no one's going to get COVID, uh, this is how we're going to do it from here on in. So we don't have lines wrapping around the street because it's that gets a little obnoxious for our neighbor. Personally speaking, I, I'm like, okay, well, you know, our neighbors can, they're benefiting from this. So yeah, everyone's benefiting from it. That's yeah, like, yeah. you guys are a national landmark in Jersey at this point. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but yeah, yeah. and I'll take that. for the most part, you know, I, I, it's a little less obnoxious for them. You don't have people out there with, you know, tents setting up on the sidewalk, you know, like it's a, you know, star Wars movie spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's been working great. That's great. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure like COVID has definitely changed the store quite a bit because you probably can't have as many people in. I mean, people just go just to see the store. They, they might not necessarily be there to like buy anything, but they just want to see the stash. I mean, because it's like famous at this point. Yes. And so has that been a problem? Actually, we've we've had to curtail the line a couple of times. But to be honest with you, people understand, you know, we can only have uh, up until last weekend, we can only have 14 people in the store at any oh. given time. I'm, and that includes the staff. So it was, oh, like, well, yeah. was 11 and I'm like 11 people at any given time. How much money do they have? Come on, let's, let's, <laughs> let's shake them and uh, start bidding. <laughs> right. Hey, who, who's got the biggest checkbook? Uh, yeah, who, who's buying trade paperbacks? Who's buying statues? <laughs> right. and, yeah, yeah. Trade paperbacks. Hot toys, hot toys. <laughs> singles. Back yeah. of the line. Um, so, but, but we've been able to, to cycle people through, you know, people just want to come in and see what Ernie has built and mm-hmm. you know, see the house that, that Smith built. So, you know, Kevin's, uh, you know, thank God he's famous. So we <laughs> don't have a dearth of right. people to, to come in, but you know, it's, it's been going, uh, very well. And I, I can honestly say if it's, if one thing good has come out of this pandemic and the shutdown is that people have had a chance to re-embrace their roots as comic book collectors. But people people have found their, you know, rediscovered their inner geek roots and they're going back to comics. And I've had tons of people coming in going, I stopped reading about 10 years ago. Where can I start again? 
and it's been a joy. It's been absolutely fabulous to, to like walk people through, you know, what they love. You know, you used to love Spider-Man. Let's go back to Spider-Man. You, you know what? I have, an, I have an even better idea. You know, you, you sort of outgrew the Avengers. Why don't we go over here to, uh, to Invincible? Why don't we, you know, check out a couple of things that you might not have read that, that have come out since then? I mean, do you think it's also because like the Disney pushes, like the new TV shows, all the movies over the last couple of years? I mean, all that seems like it has to help as well. What is this you speak of? Oh, you know, you haven't heard of WandaVision? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this little show. I mean, it was probably canceled after the first season. <laughs> probably. Uh, no, absolutely. The, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and by definition, their Disney, um, is it the Disney overlords? Plus, you know, their Disney overlords. Hey, I would love to have Disney as my overlord. That would be great. <laughs> um, actually, I've got Kevin Smith, so that's even better. Yeah, that that drives people in. And the boys from Amazon and Invincible, Amazon, and all these platforms. I mean, it, people have content now, and they love the content, but they need more stimulation, so they're coming back for the comic. Oh, the original. Yeah. Yeah. They want to go to source material. And, I mean... Unfortunately, in the case of the boys, I think that the show is far superior to. Oh yeah, the, the books are so <laughs> wonky and weird. And I, I mean, I love Garth Ennis. I I can't get enough of Preacher. I read it once a year, you know, from start to finish. But it it was so um, radically different than the TV show. And while you hate the villains, you sort of feel for a couple of them. You, you didn't get that in the comics. You you hated them right from the get go, and you know uh, the even the heroes in that were like a little one dimensional. So, but the the TV show you know gives that layer. So speaking of comics, I mean the the big one is uh, Comic Book Men. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard of it. It was on it was on the air for a few years around two o'clock in the morning. Never got reruns. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, 3 a.m. I'd be up live tweeting. Me and Ming were the only ones who were on Twitter at that time. Yeah, that's I remember. <laughs> so what was it actually like like being on TV? Because you're you're as a clerk. I mean, you work the comic shop and there's like one day, like let's do a TV show, right? You work for Kevin Smith and strange things happen to you. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh Kevin actually called up. He's like, uh, you, you're gonna be on TV. And I'm like, Excuse okay. me? Yeah. <laughs> like, like when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, just once, or <laughs> did you just did you see my episode of Cops? I mean, is my trial? But it was, it was very surreal. I mean, season one, uh, we we just thought we were going to go on for one season, and that would be it. And you know, no one really would care about the you know that little nerdy comic book television show. So, and when we got season two, I was like, whoa, okay. And then season three, and then season four, and every every season, we would be like. Holy crap, there's no way, absolutely <laughs> no way they're going to renew us for another season. And sure enough, AMC, yeah, you're you're renewed. They, they'd wait till the last minute to tell us. Yeah, but, <laughs> sweating <okay>. bullets. <laughs> but yeah, and by season seven, season seven, I think, was we were having the most fun. That's when we were in our groove. And, you know, we were we were pretty much knocking it out of the park. We were we were uh, we would film from 1030 to six, like on the dot. We would we would be out of there, and we'd have enough content for everything that we needed, and uh, that went on for like, and we had it down to two months. You know, we started out like three months and have to come back for reshoots. Then three months, come back for reshoots. By 
the seventh season, we were down to two months, no reshoots. <laughs> and, you know, you, you, we'd get it all, you know, not, not like we we're perfect or anything by any stretch of the imagination, but Brian would, you know, get his button every time. And season seven, we were like, well, they, they've got to, they've got to renew it. Right? And Kevin, yeah, Kevin just had his heart attack. Just had his heart attack. And yeah. he was at the AMC upfronts, you know, selling, you know, uh, ad time to, you know, um, prospective businesses. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're shooing. And then I get the text and it was like a punch in the stomach. I'm like, Oh, and I, I'm, I texted back to Kevin's like, sorry, Mike, we're, we're, you know, they pulled the plug on us. I'm like, after you had your heart attack and after you did the upfronts for them, how dare they? And he's like, calm down, calm down. I already screamed at him enough for both of us. I'm like, oh man. What was the reason for the cancellation? Not enough money. <laughs> no one ever just, no one knows. No, no, no. Actually, uh, I think that most of the people who were involved in the development and uh, actually the longevity of the show, you know, are, are pretty much our, our champions we're gone by that time. And okay. um, like the head of AMC resigned like a month after announcing and they never announced that we were canceled. They just never said that we were picked up. AMC doesn't cancel shows. Cause that's they stop filming. <laughs> they're just so, up don't get filming. another contract. Yeah. And people don't care, but I was like, that is, that's weird. It's, it's very odd that they did that, but you know, a new regime came in and they, didn't um, they understood us less than the people who put us on at like 3 a.m so i was like okay whatever i mean after the cancellation was it weird just going back to like your regular job because like you still worked at the stash like it's it was uh you mean like was it a little depressing yeah Yeah. (laughs) you don't have a tv show anymore you know (laughs) people come in and say like hey when are you when are you coming on again i'm like we're not they're like you got canceled i'm like yeah pour salt in the wound thanks but I'm like, we didn't get canceled. We just didn't get picked up again. So um, there's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it helps me sleep. Mate. I, I could see it. It was a little bit odd, but, um, you know, everyone had their own irons in the fire, like Walt and Brian and Q from uh, Impractical Jokers had Tell Him Steve Dave, which they took uh, to the Patreon. Mm-hmm. And Ming and I had started a... We sell comics? No, we we started our own podcast studio. We have oh yeah, shared universe, yeah, shared universe podcast studios, yeah. and uh, I mean it's still up and running, and we're still pumping out content, but just not our own. We're just other people's content. Like yeah, I sell comics. I, I we haven't done an I sell comics in about three months. Okay, which uh, hey, I, I'm going to break it here. We're coming back. So uh, all right, oh, that's awesome. That's great to hear. You heard it here first. Sponsored yeah. by Jane Silent Bob Secret Stash. I sell comics, the weekly comics report with Ming Chen and Mike Zapsic. Yeah, we'll be on again. Uh, I just have to get his ass into the secret stash so we can podcast there. Do you, do you still have like people come into the shop and like try and sell you weird shit like they would do on the show? Like no, people people still come in and they they okay. try to sell comic books and and there are times when I actually do you know I'm, I'll purchase comic book collections. That's that's something that that hasn't changed. We we still do buy comics. Not too many people trust going into a comic book store or going any place, you know, uh, in this pandemic era. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get COVID. It's like, no, you're not. I'm not coming in here. There's, you know, I mean, I'm not going to touch you. Don't worry about. it. I don't have COVID. I COVID. I I get tested like every other week. 
because somebody else is coming down yeah. with COVID. So once the vaccines start becoming more and more widespread, I'm sure I'll see people bringing in like pig fetuses in, in huge two gallon jug, jugs, you know, full of aldehyde being like, hey, what do you give me for this? <laughs> are you, uh, you guys uh, going to do a reunion show ever, you think? If somebody pays us, you bet. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, Brian Quinn's been talking, like he's mentioned a few times on Tell Him Steve Dave of like possibly re- re- uh, bringing it to some people and see if they can possibly get it going. Yeah, it'd be really exciting. Lovely. Brian, yeah. Brian Quinn is a lovely person. Yep. So, so Mike, what, what, uh, what first got you interested in comics when you were a kid? Oh, my God. I have five older brothers. So <laughs> um, I got all their hand downs, like clothes, toys comic books i got a full box of comic books and um i think it was that coupled with the adam west batman and you know which were in reruns around here i don't know where you guys are no we're in florida yeah florida yeah Yeah. nice well up here in jersey um we used to get the um the batman tv show they would run an hour you'd get the Mm back-to-back so you'd get the two parters and it'd be great (laughs) <laughs> so I'd watch that and I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And they had it, you know, the cool fight music and stuff. And it was, it was great. And, you know, all the other stuff that, that comes along with that, like the, um, like the underdog and the mighty mouse mm-hmm. and the great cat. And you're like, these are cute, but that stuff's cool. And, uh, we used to travel over to Pennsylvania. My grandmother lived in Harrisburg and we would make the trip once or twice a month because my father was a dutiful son and if we if we timed it right i would get there on a friday night and spider-man cartoon was on it was on one of the affiliates over there and i got to watch it because <laughs> it wasn't on over here not until a little bit later but i remember you know spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can so i was like oh god this is awesome and i was allowed to you know have control of the tv for a half an hour what was uh, the first book that really like brought you into it? Like that just made you a comic book fan for life. Oh, um, that's an easy one. I've been one No, one. Still George Perez, mm-hmm. but uh, it was one fifty one. They they had the entire. They they did a uh, a reimagining of the origin of the Avengers, and they were cho- choosing a new lineup, and it was just so cool to see everyone who had ever been an Avenger. And um, and George Perez's art, and I'm like, wow, this guy, he really loves what he does because I mean, he's jamming all these characters into this one book. And at the end, they brought in Wonder Man, who's like arguably one of my favorite characters. You know, he's like a poor man Superman. But that's the one that cemented me as a comic book fan. I I'd had tons of comic books before that, but this one was the one where I I sat up and I took notice of the art and the story. How did you actually land the, the job for Secret Stash? Did you just answer like a wanted ad or? <laughs> no, no, no. You have to be invited. Uh, Walt Flanagan doesn't like just anybody. Yeah. But um, Walt Flanagan and I had struck up kind of a, like a comic book friendship at the Secret Stash. She helped me find some some back issues I was looking for. And that always ingratiates you to um, to a comic book nerd. So I was like, that guy's all right. And um, so I go in and... Um, he needed help on, you know, uh, Wednesdays and every other Saturday. So uh, I kind of parlayed that into a full-time gig. I was, 
I was done with being, uh, you know, in the food service industry. My wife's like, my wife, who I just married is like, you know what? We want a family. You're going to have to get rid of that job. So go back to, to college and, you know, get your degree and we'll figure out from there, you know, I'll support us. And, but I've never not worked. So I've always had, you know, a full-time job, you know, except for, you know, stretches where you don't have a full-time job, but this time around, I, I just, I, I was sitting around on my hands for a lot of the time. And I'm like, I've got to do something. So I got a part-time, I got two part-time jobs, one at, at James Allen Bob's and another one. And I left that one once this morphed into a full-time gig, which was after oddly enough, 9-11. Oh hmm. yeah. Again, there's, there's that, there's, like a, a redefining of yourself. It's when something big happens, people dig down to, you know, what they are at heart mm-hmm. and people needed heroes after that. And I think that the, the comic book industry got a, a kick in the ass after nine 11, as weird as that sounds. And like this pandemic has showed people that they really need heroes. So go figure. It's, it's, I mean, I remember they did a bunch of 9-11 based comics around that time as well. I know Marvel had their big one. Yeah, it's really interesting. Is there any, uh, is there anything recent that, that you're, you're into comic book wise? Let me see. Uh, comic wise, I've been digging what Marvel's been doing with uh, the Star Wars universe. Uh, the Darth Vader limited series, I call them that, but you know, they're kind of ongoing. Just set in different points in uh, Vader's life. Love that. Uh, Charles Soule, I think it was Charles Soule. Who else did Jason Aaron and somebody else did? I'm, I, and my, my mind is mush these days. Sorry. Um, someone else did uh, really. Uh, Greg Pack did really great Darth Vader series. So I, I've been digging that. Kind of interesting. I'm very interested actually in where DC's going with the whole, you know, post future state. And we're, we're going to see what happens with everything going forward i actually read titans academy and i dig it i think it's it's pretty good do you find it hard to like read comics nowadays that i mean with all the so much stuff coming out and all the movies and tv shows just the time factor yeah. just i you know, uh i'm you're kept busy you know running a comic shop oddly enough you're you're there are some people who are like i do nothing but read comics at my comic book shop i'm like good for you man <laughs> Come on over here and help me count these books. Um, but no, it, it's it's a matter of time. And I I do go back to the classics all the time. Like Sandman, I will read once a year. Like I said, Preacher, I read once a year. And uh, Why the Last Man? You know, these are these are limited series that you know they have a beginning, a middle, and and yeah. and I I know what I'm getting, but I I always get something different out of it whenever I read it. Do you normally savor like that or do you just bang out like an afternoon kind of thing? I wish I could say that I, I savor them, but yeah. no, I bang out. I'm an obsessive compulsive. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, lightning question. Marvel or DC? Both. No, you had to pick gun to the head. Nope. Gun <laughs> to the head. Uh, then I'll pick image. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, although I, I do dig a lot of what image is doing these days. Uh, gun to the head. I, you know what? I started out as a DC guy. I mean, Adam West Batman was my Batman. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but gun to the head, both. Okay. <laughs> Shoot me. Shoot me. <laughs> gotcha. Who's your favorite artist? Uh, is it Perez? Uh, Perez slash John Byrne. Okay. Those are, those are like equal to me. Um, you know, and you know, 
just slightly below Jim Lee and Neil Adams. And I could keep going from oh, yeah. there too. <laughs> what's uh what's your actual favorite book though? Like your favorite comic line? Uh you mean forever or just yeah. one that that carries me through. Let's do uh, uh, childhood, middle age, and then where you're at now. There you go. You just call me old. <laughs> Not in a negative way. I mean, like and elderly. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the okay. comics are the very big print. <laughs> yes. I'll, you kidding? I, I'm I'm wearing glasses. Like, um, I would say Uncanny X Men, the the Claremont Burn era for my childhood, and New Teen Titans for my adolescent. Um, Middle age. Oh my God. Um, wow. Such a, that's a dick question. Horrible, <laughs> horrible. Human. Um, now I would say the, the Jeff Johns green lantern okay. run, um, and throw in the flash run in there too, just to be on the, even side. it out. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Kevin Smith movie? Uh, I'm going to go old school and say mall rats because yep. it was the first mall rats like I- a motherfucker. <laughs> It was the first Kevin movie that I had seen. We, um, me, Walt, and Kevin shopped at the same place, mm-hmm. uh, which would eventually become Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, uh, Comicsology. And the guy there kept, oh man, he was the comic book guy. Talked like that in everything. I swear. <laughs> and he looked like that. Uh, had the little ponytail and scruffy beard. Uh, but he kept telling me that I have to see this movie that one of my fellow reservists had uh, filmed uh, independently. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to watch your stupid movie. I d- d- Shut up. You know, just let me buy my comics in peace. And um, sure enough, I, I watched Mallrats, got it up Palmer video, popped in. And I'm like, now I got to see this clerks that that asshat was trying to show me. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the craziest thing that you saw coming through the uh the stash craziest thing you mean like craziest thing that somebody brought this yeah yeah so somebody came yeah. came and tried to sell All right uh well there's a whole bunch of stuff but one guy brought in a um a a, a pig fetus in that formaldehyde with two heads <laughs> okay what was he asking for it uh 250 did you buy it <laughs> no oh, okay. I, I offered him 100 <laughs> I gotta be honest. The the I would have bought it. I I offered him fifty bucks for it. I would have bought it for Brian Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Brian. What do you get for the guy who's got nothing? You get him a, a fetal uh, two headed pig. What was the most memorable thing from uh, actually shooting comic book men for you? Uh, there are so many really great memories I have. Uh, the Batcopter mm-hmm. was one of them. Uh, it was so cool to go up in that thing, driving the Batmobile. Was a lot of them have to do with Adam West? Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you, you got your own Funko Pop. That was... I got my own yeah, Funko yeah. Pop. That has nothing to do with Adam West. But drag <laughs> racing, Adam West. That was kind of cool as well. Um, I mean, that meeting George Perez uh, for like the third or fourth time in my life. I'd, I'd met him before. We we had a couple of gentle fictions at cons. Yeah, at yeah. cons. Just one of the sweetest men you'd ever want to meet. Just every one of our um, our guests were amazing. Yeah, because they're just all your childhood heroes type people, like people you yeah grew up watching. Exactly. Well, uh, there was one who was such a disappointment, but he was a disappointment before he came on. Uh, you want to name him? You mind saying? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to name him? Yeah, sure. I'm not going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, figure that one out. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Wu Tang? No way. Oh, they're <laughs> awesome. They're fantastic. Method Man. Oof. <laughs> what was the, actually the most disappointing thing from the show besides being canceled? Uh, the most disappointing thing in the show. No, it, being canceled was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Everything. We never really had a bad day on the set of Comic Book Man. I can honestly say. That definitely came through. Yeah. Uh, season two was a little bit rough because the producers were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Douchebags. Oh, dickheads, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were horrible. Um, and they eventually got fired, so. Yeah, fuck them. Not in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, that was, Brian and I bonded over our hatred of them, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm assuming you would go back and shoot more episodes if you could, like in a heartbeat? Oh, in, in, a, in a definite heartbeat. I mean, the new stash would be perfect yeah. for that because it's, so open and really cool to you know do stuff in. Have you guys thought about producing your own show like on YouTube or something? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Got to do it on the Patreon. That's all that Patreon money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that costs money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you get Wolf Lanning and the, the executive produce it. <laughs> now, it's, uh, unfortunately, we weren't. We were very inexpensive to make. But that being said. For my budget, we were really, I, I couldn't afford to, to pay me. So, yeah. <laughs> Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure you coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Gentlemen, me too. Thank you so much. Very Shame nice meeting great you. Great to finally meet you. Yeah, same to you, Mike. Wait decades. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a lifelong dream. Yeah. Mike, where can our <laughs> listeners find more of you at? Like, do you have uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? I do. You can go at Michael Zapsic, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-Z-A-P-C-I-C. It's my Twitter handle. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, check us out on a shared at, um, you can check us, check out our website, a shareduniverse.com for all your podcasting needs. We can even do it remotely just like you fine gentlemen are. <laughs> so, uh, we produce shows uh, and go say hi to Ming cause you know, his his life is a hollow lie outside of comic book man. <laughs> Especially no cons, no uh, no ma- major I gatherings. I I had to talk him off so many ledges. It's it's horrible. <laughs> he was on top of he was on top of our podcast building. Going, I have no reason to live. I'm like, man, you can do it remotely. He's like, I can. I'm like, sure. <laughs> Get out of my way. I got a I got a microphone that needs blowing. <laughs> Mike, thanks again. Really appreciate it. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Have, Have a great night. night. You too. Oh, man. I wish we had him a little bit longer. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah he's a really cool guy. Did my whole, like, everything's on, like, just awesome. Just waiting, like, three months for this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. This is yeah. cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I def- definitely wish I had a little bit more time, but maybe he'll come back on again. Yeah. He seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening. If you would like to support the WWSD podcast, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash WWSD underscore podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So uh, what's go- what else is going on with you? Eh, nothing much. Yeah. Tyler episode turned out good. Did you, hear- Did you listen to Tyler episode? I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Did you ever listen to a new trailer? I, I listened to half of it. It's a two fucking minute trailer. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I know. I, I've been, I was very busy this weekend. I had like <laughs> too, too much for like less than three minutes. I had 13 hours of stuff that I was doing. All right. <laughs>